dropping the big I don't want to ruin this one. This type of love don't always come and go. The hottest music in the city. Hey guys, it's Selena Gomez. Yo, what's up? It's Trevor Day. This is the Bill Rio. Brace yourself. As of now, WDAV, DeVille Radio, is in control of your mind, body, and soul. Brace yourself for non-stop mixes. What, 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 what we do? Welcome to the Voice of the Colonization Radio Show. I'm the Chief Host of Collagenesis, guiding you the next couple hours into the interesting conversation and stimulating debate. Uh, tonight we sh- should have a special guest on tonight, my lifelong friend, childhood friend, Seabutter is going to be on here. He's going to be joining Gangsta Radio. We'll talk about some stuff. We're going to talk about uh, the music industry. We're going to be talking about, uh, I'm going to let him tell me, give his opinion on, uh, I'm going to ask him some questions about the new criminal culture and everything like that. Why did hip hop fall off? So that's gonna be interesting. I'm gonna bring him on in the last segment. So stick around for that. But uh, but tonight we got a a, a lot to talk about tonight. You know, uh, you heard about the um, the shooting in in uh, Buffalo, New York. Now before this is this is where the problem I have with black conservatives and MAGA people. This is the problem I have. Right? Look, every day. On my rate, on my page, uh, DJ Stannis's page, we talk about the census killing in the black community. But when we get outraged about this uh, shooting Buffalo, or what about all the black people? We talk about that on a daily basis. We talk about the killings, the gangs, everything like that. Everyone's basically uh, uh, on page with that. But they want to take make it seem like we don't care. Like we're just oh, we don't care about the community. We just want to focus on the white boy. This white boy went in there. This is something special. You could also say, uh, okay, people in violent neighborhoods kill each other with drugs, guns, girls, whatever, beef, whatever. But this is somebody that walked into a store. They walked into a uh, store, Tops, in Buffalo, New York, and gunned down 10 people in cold blood because they were black. Now, any of us, even the law recognizes Certain things like a heinous hate crime have different statutes, right? Uh, raping somebody, uh, 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 robbery with premeditation, uh, with certain what they call um, aggravating circumstances and mitigating circumstances, right? However, that legal mumbo jumbo works out, right? Can warrant the death penalty. So there's different degrees of robbery. Why does that happen? Because society says. Okay, we understand. Uh, okay, not to say it's acceptable. Nothing acceptable. You can go to jail. Look at uh, one rapper's facing uh, sixty years in jail for stealing a three hundred, two hundred fifty thousand dollars chain. Okay, punishment fits the crime, but some crimes, right, strike at the very core 
of uh, society and civilization, what it really comes down to, it strikes at the very core of the civilization. And those crimes, right, what we call capital crimes, capital offenses, these are crimes that are beyond the pale. They, they're the ultimate penalty. And also, it missed the ultimate outrage. So when I get on TikTok and I was like, you got the already got these stupid coons on there talking about, well, how come you don't talk about this? You're outraged about somebody got killed. We talk about people getting killed every day, but this is a special circumstance. Some people were killed because of their race, specifically of their race, and they were targeted because of their race. That's beyond the that that deserves uh, front page, front and center uh, attention. So I don't want to hear what you coons, you MAGA people, you all, you all these you right-wing people got to say. I don't want to hear about that shit tonight. Don't want to hear it. We have a right to mourn and, and be angry and outraged about this. This is special. This doesn't say we don't care about the killings. And we do care about the killings. But when somebody when somebody gets killed by the police or a white person targeting you just because you're black, that's something specifically and different. Not saying we know, we know all lives... Are important but you have to give certain circles so what i want to do is this you know since we're already at the bottom of the hour right i'm going to play some music right and hopefully we go we might go over since we started late tonight you know we have some technical difficulties but we're all clear tonight i got a brand new board and everything's looking great and everything like that so we should have no interruptions tonight so we got to get into it tonight without any buffering no anything like that we are basically going to rock tonight so what i'm going to do is uh, I'm going to start the sec uh, the second segment by playing some music. You know, I found this song no, on. You uh, I, I, I found this song on uh, on TikTok the other day. I find a lot of good songs. You know, that's why I don't discard all the new music nowadays and whatnot. Because some song I like this song. I like this beat to the song. Actually, I mean, let's be honest. Let's be very frank with you. There was this girl. She was really cute. She did a. She was dancing to the song right here and whatnot, and and she made me like the song. So I this and she got me. I was like, okay. So, yeah. I'm just down like a boss that I don't know when no blog Take money with me all that I don't know when no loss I don't spend money all that my bitch don't swipe a visa Drip down and I'm drip, drip down H-Town nigga for shit Yeah, baby, already Yeah, baby, already Yeah, baby, already Check this out. In this video, right, I noticed something. This ties into what I'm going to talk about tonight. 
The video was shot on somebody's block. Nice neighborhood is in Texas. It's called the Texas Boys, right? Nice video shot on a on a block, right? On a block, brand new sub, like a brand new subdivision of houses, right? Nice neighborhood, like it could be middle class kids, whatever. I don't know. Well, anyway, the end of the block, right, has a divide. You know, concrete dividers, or whatever, like that. You know that you know at the end of a cul-de-sac that's not developed. They have another neighborhood that they're going to develop back there. So they put those big cement call, uh, uh, dividers that you see on the highway. You know, they put it there. Already they got graffiti signs on, you know, so they want to turn, like you said, you can take the, the Negro out of the hood, but you can't take the hood out of the Negro, right? So I'm going to say to myself, um, the hood culture, right, it does not matter. We're going to talk about that tonight, too. It does not matter. People think, yeah, man, we're going to build new houses and everything. And the bottom line, as long as that hood is in people, it's going to uh, ruin it. It's not going to work. That's why you think all communities are dying. Middle class black communities, you know, what do you see? Ratchetness, hood stuff, killings, shootings, and everything. It's all specters of black society. It's affected by violence. Now we got uh, um, new threats that people say this is only the beginning. They declare war. The topic of tonight's show is this in 2020, right? It was in Tifa for the most part. And I saw black people pushing back against a lot of the violence, graffiti, and everything like that, you know. Even during George Floyd, it was mostly white people out there tearing up the green. It was black men that were pushing back, saying, no, you're tearing up our community in Minneapolis. The uh, CNN was calling us, oh, yeah, we need it. Egging this on, right? They burned down courthouses in Minosa and all these places like this. This was mostly white people. Carl Rittenhouse uh, shot two white criminals uh, um, and, and put, uh, put, uh, put trying to protect property down there, you know? So what I'm saying, I mean, people hate Carl Rittenhouse, you know, they try, try to compare him with this, uh, this uh, Peyton, whatever, the, uh, Peyton, whatever this goofball's name is, shot the uh, uh, Buffalo. And I'm saying to myself this, 2020, you had Kenosha, you had all these cities burning, you know, and look at and what what people don't seem to realize, it, it will escape people's mind, even though people were, they were riding in, uh, in Atlanta, you know. Philly was riding. The whole country was in turmoil. You know, COVID-19 lockdowns and everything like that, the unrest in the country, all this went away. And you say, like, oh, when Joe Biden gets out of office, you know, I was told by a good friend of mine, Jay Maul, America's back. You know, Biden's normal. You're going to see things turn back to normal. What normal? What normal? I don't think you know what you just started. You went out there and under the cover of Black Lives Matter, which was really, uh, Antifa and these trans people and gay people who who gave this ability. Black people going out there legitimately protesting well, George Floyd, legitimately protesting about Vladimir uh, uh, Castile and Alton Sterling and all these people. We legitimately protesting. But you had these white college kids and everything. One kid they arrested, right? That was uh, trying to up do a statue, right? Come to find out, this guy was a white guy. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, right? Those of you who never been around white people and everything like that, let me tell you something. Uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, right, pull up the spring break riots of the 1980s, right, in Fort Lauderdale. They shut that down. Why? Because white college students, same ones that's running the country right now, would go down to Fort Lauderdale, right, and the hotel's like, oh, we just have extra insurance. They would trash the place. Daytona Beach. Then they went to Daytona Beach. They trashed that. Fort Lauderdale. Like, animal. what was, what is it about America 
that people are people ask people foreign people come here and say these people of a country are nothing but savages and they were talking about white america white youth but the media has a way of covering it all all white people think look at what happens when remember when penn state won uh the orange bowl all across america there were riots you know the orange bowl they know it they said oh the, the media covers like all oh, the white they're just acting out you know colleges boys will be boys all stuff like this the same mentality of want to wreck shit and everything like that because white people feel like this is their country to wreck if they want to go like this if you listen to white people listen to this very carefully they'll say stuff like oh the world's like this these kids are spoiled and they basically if they don't get if they don't get see the whole thing is you are trying to get a job you and i are trying to get a job we're trying to get along they if they don't have what their friends have a trust fund parents leaving inheritance and all stuff like that you know those type of white kids some at times act out but they're not gonna do that they'll basically like damn man you know uh i hear them all the time you know uh, uh the, the uh, they'll say stuff like on oh, you'll hear stuff on TikTok, right that's why they reach people they'll say the system's unfair no it's unfair to you because you're an entitled white man you think that be uh, uh because there's <coughs> white people up there with money and everything and you don't have access to it let's burn the whole shit down well that sounds good right but the thing is though when the dust settles right and you write your nice book and everything like that you go on back to being white this is what negroes didn't understand this is what fred hampton was talking about fred hampton was talking saying and malcolm x knew this we are why are we gonna go rioting he said uh, people always said we understand the thing rioting language are unheard we ride in the 60s and everything but nobody basically said that was the future the weather underground and all these white uh, terrorist groups right they tried to recruit black people to be their cannon fire and fred hampton said no we're not going to do that because then when it comes down here the pigs are busting heads they're going to bust our people up now uh, you guys on your college students recruiting i think this is where the black panther party split with the black liberation army and all these other people who were recruited by these the weather underground with all these white terrorist groups and so therefore they're like this they made a mistake saying it's not a, uh, a race thing it's a class thing no it is it's always about race that shooter in buffalo did not go into the store and ask people what's your class status he didn't say well i uh, I'm, I'm here like he only was killing black people that's how it goes there's never been a case where a white supremacist or anybody targeted people because they're white what there's never been anybody walking to a trailer park saying you're white trailer trash and whatnot black people no it's never happened if anything, they'll walk into a trailer park and see the one black person sitting there and kill him and spare the other white people. What part of that don't you understand? That there is no alliance between blacks and whites in this country. We're not hated because we're poor. We're not hated because of anything. We're hated because we're black and we're slave descendants, right? And America knows they owe us a debt and they know for, uh, the bottom line is they can't make us forget it. I have this argument on, on TikTok where this foreigner and I always say I told this guy you're from Ukraine I don't want to hear a goddamn thing you have to say you fled your shithole country and we're about to get 40 billion dollars off tax off to your fucking criminal neo-nazi state in fact Ukraine is the global epicenter of the neo-nazi movement all you people that are buck dancing oh man let's help Ukraine when I want Russia to take Ukraine out I wanted to bring back part of the Soviet Union be a civilized state again you know I don't give a goddamn about Ukraine you know, I said it. Ukraine is a neo-Nazi state. I know Ukrainians right here. Remember, it was a Ukrainian neo-Nazi who killed Bill Cosby's son and bragged about it. These Ukraine, Ukraine is a country that breeds neo-Nazis, you know, and racism around the world. 
they're connected with racists and neo-Nazis in Germany and South Africa. All it is a global thing, Stormfront and all these other racist things. And this guy was connected with that. So while we're talking about bailing out Ukraine, I don't want for Ukraine to recover because they're basically going around the world spreading that neo-Nazi propaganda from Australia to New Zealand. They're all over the world. So don't tell me about Ukraine again. Putin has it right. Ukraine is a neo-Nazi thing. And the neo-Nazi movement is strong in Russia. And where are they coming from? Ukraine. So Ukraine is a real threat, a Nazi threat to Europe. And and which well and we and, the, and we got this bozo in the White House who don't know what the hell's going on. So a white supremacy then why the fuck are we supporting Ukraine? If white supremacy is such a threat, what the fuck are we doing supporting Ukraine? You understand what I'm talking about? So back to the topic. Right? The white kids, they go out there, they riot and everything like that. It was white kids who basically uh cordoned off um say I wanna give some clarity, I wanna give some context tonight. So I wanna basically look this up. So give me a second. Uh, DJ told me, man, he said when you uh, look stuff up, make sure you keep talking to people. So I'm gonna keep, I'm gonna keep talking to you while I'm looking stuff up. In, 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 um, in, in uh, Portland, Oregon, they cordoned off the city. You know, court, uh, what you call? Yeah, they cordoned off the city, and they basically, let's see, let's see. Uh, Portland separatist group. Portland. Port. Separatist. 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 Portland, Oregon separation. Set separatist. This group movement. Okay. Okay. He said modern. Somebody said the Atlantic said. Modern, America's most uh, most successful successful movement. Now, if black nationalists did that in Detroit, what do you think would happen? That's white privilege. Okay, fed up with states. Uh, no, this is not the one I'm looking for. This is a right wing thing. Let's see. Even the right wing thing. Let me tell you something. Uh, 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 Oregon white racists and white supremacists and nationalists are. They want a white ethno state. <clears throat> the far left in the white community want this sort of egalitarian, uh, 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 voluntarist um, groupthink state where everything is legal. We'll decide on a case by case state what is acceptable or not. There's no real law. Just come here and chill. That's what they did with the downtown Portsmouth. They cordoned up and they, um, uh, 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 let's see. Okay. Okay. Let's see. Okay. There's all these separatist groups in America. It said private own private they own their own private own private Idaho. Five Oregon County plans to succeed. Okay, that's what I think. Okay, let's see. Let's see. Port Oregon. So I'm I'm still looking for this, right? And I and I and you can't find much about this. Then you can't about Black Lives Matter, and we're supposed to have a liberal media, okay? Downtown Portsmouth, town, Portland, Portland, anarchists, anarchists. Okay, let's see if that. Okay, anarchists, that, that, but this was in two thousand twenty. 
Okay. Anarchists, 100 anarchists caused more than 500 damages. About 1,000 damages, right? Protesters commemorate activists' deaths down to, uh, damaged downtown Portland's windows, right? So they were rioting. Get this. They were rioting after Donald Trump left office. So it wasn't about Trump, right? The anarchists damaged uh, buildings in Portland overnight. And this is October, okay? This is October, almost a, a year after the election, right? And these people, uh, in a press release, 100 people caused substantial damage to businesses and government buildings in downtown Portland, right? The Bureau uh, uh, the bureau altered a statement saying there's 100 anarchists that did the damage. There's probably more than that. But this is really covered up in um, in in uh, the news. Why? Because they're going to stop because these are all white people. More damage to downtown Portland uh, businesses last night. The media tower building, Northam Rack, got hit. So as did the buildings home to Smile Direct Club Bank of America across it. And you see this right now where anarchy is breaking out. The smashed windows of graffiti extended for blocks downtown Portland, Oregon. And look, now what gets me is this. When you look at these people, right, there'll be white people out there rioting for their own selfish gain, screaming Black Lives Matter. The same white people probably don't even have any black friends or anything like that. They're screaming Black Lives Matter. You know, okay, Portland's anarchist heritage, a premium misunderstood movement, you know. Okay, okay, let's see. I want to see it like this. I really want to get into. Okay, now Joe Biden said in 2021, uh, 2021 when he took office. Now, I was in Africa at this time when this happened. So let's see what this uh, uh, um, said. Joe Biden says, let's see, what do you have to say? Uh, Portland is no longer an anarchist tradition, says President Biden. The Trump uh, administration officially labeled Portland as a lawless uh, hellscape back in September and threatened to hold for federal funding. On Wednesday, the President Biden revoked that designation. So in other words, basically, Biden revoked that, what Trump was saying, take away federal funding and everything if you guys want to want to comply, right? Biden took that away. And look, I said earlier, in October... They were still rioting and they're still doing the same thing in October. So Biden let these people write. But the media, what gets me is this. The media is not covering that. They cover all the areas where black people are rioting, but they won't talk about where white people are rioting. And so therefore, what I'm trying to say is this. I concluded that majority of this anarchist stuff is coming from the white left. It's not coming from black people. Black people have opportunity. They want to steal, loot, and everything like that. Can we agree on that? The black people are just opportunities. They don't give a, have a fucking cause. But these white people fundamentally want to change the country. These people, just like they were in the 50s, the communists and everything, these people sit in college, right? There's a country that was here, decided, the power structure and everything, and they're coming from the white class of people who don't participate in that. And so therefore, like I said, what they're saying, you know something? I may not be a part of what you're doing, but hey, I'm going to get together with these blacks, these non-white people. I'm going to take up their cause. I'm going to give them stuff like that. We're going to come against you as a mob. Now, the black people and, and all this stuff, all this rioting, our lives never improved. Did we learn anything from the 60s? Our situation got worse. 
and also racism towards us got worse. For example, Richard Nixon blamed all the unrest in America in the 60s on black people. He said the problem is the black people. Same thing with Ronald Reagan. Now, they will, basically, they will tell them, they will send signals to the white terrorists and the anarchists who were, who were orchestrators that will let you back into white society if you like that. And that's exactly what happened. The uh, Bernadine Doran, Gerald Ayers became college professors. They went from terrorism to They go up a, a building in Greenwich Village, New York, where somebody got killed. And so basically, the media focused on the Black Liberation Army and the Black Panthers. Do we understand that? So all these black people, black militants, if they, if they tell you that they're going to reach together with these freaking white anarchists and everything, run from them like you would a deadly snake. Because they're misguided, they're emotional, and they have no real plan other than to get black people killed. Now, when this all when it all dust settles, right? Although I know that most of the movement in, in America, and the unrest and everything, was anti-Trump and pro-LGBTQ. And they, but you cannot go and and uh, anti-family and patriarchy. That's what it was about. You can't put up slogans and end with the patriarchy and burn through. That's not going to work. But what will work is you basically taking Black Lives Matter. What you all the people that are riding for Black Lives Matter were white people. Black Lives Matter. Black people are like, what are you talking about? And basically, they're mushing black people in the face. They shut up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take your cause. And let me, let's, let's, let's be frank here. Let's be frank. After everything, and my black militant nationalist brothers, listen to this very carefully. After everything, 400 years of getting our ass kicked, exploiting everything, you don't even own or have the right to interpret your own pain of your ancestors. Somebody white is going to tell you that they're your ally. They're going to speak on your behalf, right? When the dust settles, they're going to get the uh, uh, the, the bag, the bread, and everything like that. And you just get the crumbs. And exactly what happened. We put an incompetent administration in the office, right? Rioting and everything. Everybody thought, oh, peace is going to return because Joe Biden is, and exactly the opposite is happening. So therefore, uh, Hunter Biden, what is a freaking or a white boy, like Hunter Biden, crack smoking, uh, 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 all the stuff like this, you know, laptop, you know, all, all the nonsense that's going on him, right? He is in office because of you, you black folks. And so therefore, what I'm saying is this, they will basically talk all that stuff, but when it comes down to power, the power is always going to be in white hands, whether they call them liberal or conservative or racist or whatever they want. It's always in white hands, and the bottom line is your situation never got better. But let's say, like this, the majority of white people, and I, I got to give credit to the to the right wing in this country and the conservative movement, they know that. They know that the liberals and everything are only using black people to gain power. We know that. The average black person just wants to live their life and mind their business. And we want, we're concerned about police brutality and everything, but we're mostly concerned about the crimes and the guzzes in our community, the violence. You know, and we're concerned about police brutality and racism. Now, that is true. So why do this guy, Peyton, whatever the hell his name is, uh, come and say, blame black people for everything? What I just laid out, 
that the riots and everything had nothing to do with majority of black people. It was mostly white people and everything. White people wanted basically, once they got what they wanted, Donald Trump out of office, uh, uh, we have more, we have so many different police shootings right here. A brother was killed a couple of months ago in Minneapolis, right? Uh, ben, you don't see Ben Crump and all these other people talking about riding a man. Why? Because they want things to look good because the guy's in office. The guy comes into a guy's apartment, right? Was in the wrong apartment, mind you. Kicks the door in. He reaches for his gun. Don't know who it is. And they kill him. Less than 15 seconds. And he was dead. You understand that? Less than 15 seconds. But there was no riots. Why is there no riots? Oh, it's because who's in the White House right now? So, in other words, basically, George Floyd was just used by the left wing by the Black Lives Matter people, by Antifa, to riot and destabilize the country. And then you got young white guys out here like, look, we're not going to let these people. Now, they're not going to you, what you think. I've seen a couple of pitch battles between Antifa and the right and the Proud Boys, you know. And the Proud Boys and Antifa have blows and everything like that. And the Proud Boys and the other right wing groups, all right groups beat the hell out of Antifa and then back and forth and everything like that. That's as far as it goes. But I, what I, uh, what the thing is, though, you did not see a lot of black men in the, uh, uh, the rioting. Except you had the, the NF, uh, 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 PC not fucking around. An NFA, and, uh, not NFAC group with the Grandmaster J, whatever his name is. And uh, they uh, made a show. That's what a lot of black men do. We like showing up in uniforms and looking Milton like a throwback from the 60s and everything. You know, carrying guns and everything. Guys born in proper formation. But it's pretty impressive. Better than nothing. You know, about a couple hundred of them uh, at AK-47s and everything like that. Into an area where, you know, like that. They were in the thick of things. Like in Vietnam, they'd be like, Hey, did you, are you in the thick of things? I mean, there's a lot of guys who carry weapons and everything like that. And, you know, let's say they get discharged, do their tour, and they go home. And they ask them, did you get in the thick of things? Okay, they look at the eyes, right? Oh, you don't have to stare. That stare in the thick of things when your eyes seem death or you come close to death or you kill somebody. There's a certain stare you have. That means you've been in the thick of things. That has not happened with the black militants in America. You haven't been in the thick of things. You do a show of uh, force and a show of, uh, uh, of uh, strength and everything, but that goal only goes for so far. Uh, I, I and I said to myself, I said, "Look, okay, they arrested Grandmaster Jay because he evidently pointed a gun at the thing. That was the end of that. Nobody wants to do that no more. Shit like that." While the Antifa were uh, injured cops and several police officers were, 15 cops were actually killed by Antifa. But uh, Grandmaster Jay, what I've heard, just uh, pointed in the direction of a federal agent and he's facing life in prison. Just pointing. But Antifa, the police were standing down, they were letting them riot. 
you know, and they didn't pull their guns out and everything. I saw what I saw. And then when the police did pull back and whatnot, the media took the side of the protesters. They could do it. The police like, we well, we can't uh, do anything. So they burned down a federal building. They burned down a police station in uh, Minneapolis. Those weren't black people doing that. That was white people. So the whole thing is this. White people are ready to go back to normalcy. If it means basically sending out signals that, you know, the whole problem in this country is black people wanting reparations and all stuff like this, rioting every time there's a police shooting and everything, this is why this young piece of garbage, piece of racist garbage, right, says, I'm going to tie. He didn't look at the whole thing. It was people. His manifest of black people are destroying this country and taking over. It's not black people who are basically opening the borders up so they can have new democratic votes. So they basically could basically take the white, uh, call the replacement theory. Black people aren't doing that. In fact, there's a lot of black people who are pushing back now against black, immigra- black immigration and Hispanic immigration. It's not black people that's basically opening the borders up and everything. You know, it was Joe Biden to do that. But do you think he's going to go for Joe Biden? The country is being flooded with fentanyl and drugs and everything. Black people aren't doing that. Black people, by no stretch of imagination, are doing that. Then we're not doing that. But yet, all the problems that uh, uh, that happening in America, who gets the blame? Black people. We get the blame. Black Lives Matter. She, the one lady, and we're going to talk about that in the next segment coming up. Uh, the what we call uh, the the. Uh, we're going to talk about that in detail, you know. But black people are blamed for Black Lives Matter. That's why I said there's a lot of black people who are like this. And we're going to talk about the fact that the black criminal culture in the industry, a lot of us are distancing ourselves from Black Lives Matter. We're distancing ourselves from young thug and a white, whatever the crew's name is and all stuff like that. We're distancing ourselves. The media would love to basically pin all this nonsense on black people, black culture and everything, and that's not the case. We're fighting back. We're saying, yo, look, man, you got to hold, y'all got to hold your own fucking nuts. You say, oh, we got to be, no, we don't, we, we don't owe anybody that's fucking up any solidarity. We don't owe you any solidarity. And you're not going to get it from me. I don't give a goddamn who does not like it. I may lose friends over this, but I don't give a goddamn. If you're not basically doing what the fuck I'm doing, well, minding my business, working hard, may do stuff other stuff like that, and staying out of trouble and everything, you can't do fuck that. I don't want to hear a goddamn thing you gotta say because I don't want to. You want to fuck up and go out there and do all this crazy shit? Do not expect me. But and my voice carries a lot, man. Because the bottom line is this: people thought they were gonna talk about Kevin Samuels and everything like that. I came to the defense, said no, you ain't gonna do that. And what's happening? The tide has turned. Myself, OJ, O'Shea D. Jackson, a lot of other We said like this, man, for all it's worth, we support Brother Kevin Samuel and his member. And people sort of backing off. Well, dang, man, you see these black men standing in solidarity with their fallen brother. Yes, we stand in solidarity with our fallen brother. You know? So we basically uh, 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 are going to talk about that in the, uh, in the, uh, um, in the next segment, you know, in the next segment. So um, get ready. This is the voice of the College Nation radio show. 
I'm the chief host of Call Genesis. We're gonna like right now, so in the bottom of the uh, hour, we're gonna bring in my brother Chris. You know, like uh, a long time friend. We known each other since we were 11, 12 years old. And this guy, he knows the streets of New York. He knows the culture, hip hop. He grew up in the Bronx and everything like that. So he knows. He has a lot of insight on the music industry and stuff like that. So we're gonna uh, 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 bring him on. Let's see what he's gonna be joining the Bill Radio soon. Everything like that. He's gonna light the airways up like nothing you ever seen in your life. So we're gonna go. Brace yourself. As of now, WDAV Deville Radio is in control of your mind, body, and soul. Brace yourself for non-stop mixes. What we do? Dropping the big I don't want to ruin this one. This type of love don't always come and go. The hottest music in the city. Hey guys, it's Selena Gomez. Yo, what's up? It's Trevor Day. Yeah, so a pop rock, you sweet, so. Yeah, man. Don't size up, you sister. Yeah, man. 
I'm the city where me walk through the pearly gate next Sunday now this week. So pop rock your sweet so. Don't sign it by your sister. I'm the city where me walk through the pearly gate. Confession the other day from a fair young man. And the confession, he turned some of my members in my church. Members like the one there with the champagne glass with diamond in the night. Members like the church is so going around and dating man. And members like the other brothers in the church are going to go go club and a special sister who doing dirty wine. Do you have one of the church from all long rather speak to the man in a put on a slam for me? Who much you have a if you go confession? Don't be decide to go and kill the conversation. So we see them rather say, Sister Pam, who are telling me everything about the congregation? Oh, Sister Paul, let an argue husband, and how she still asleep with the big boss man. Sister Gwen, Cliff, she a Christian, but the last night in the Jarina school love session, she had to be dirty dance to the Mataran song, and I say she get it in them from the edition. That thing. It's like it's filmed in Jamaica and stuff like that. Oh, Shaggy's Church of uh, the Heathen, you know. So, you know, that was a good. That was a good song. My, that reminded me of my clubbing days, man. I, like, I thought about that Church of Heathen, you know. It's a really good message to that song, you know. <laughs> Get drunk, the 
and try to stunk. I be fucking bitches by the gun. My name Black. You words wanna play in my dirt? Then stop my mother's shirt. Free love from the church. I come like a thousand guns. Bitch, you quiet at the bus, making the fuss. I got self-love, ungloved the dudes. Watch a nigga transfuse. Dirty at the fuse, heavy at the booze. I don't walk, I get carried. Go to platinum frisbees on my wall with the properly becomingly. I do a phone you right, brother. The Indian the soul man had entered the white man, my grandfather. Chef up, they cannot wipe the fuck out. Come to the cookout, dirty bitch at the mouth. You scared, run around like the plane about to crash. Yo, yo, the red love, money won't tickle off, we collect a lot, bigger dick, sex enigma, pistol for the larger stigma, stick box, order from pink dot, your seeds get stuck on ink blocks, airsoft bugs in the sink box, who take your crop, take your brain on space walk, talk springs like New York, wait hero jump up, how can I put it, life is like video footage, hard to edit, directors, they never understood it, too impulsive, a deadly corrosive doses, attack when you least notice, through explosive posters, I don't play, the rap suit, like saute for the Day from the zigzag, zig A, leg, leg, arm, head, spread like plague. We drink in the sea by the check. I got the golden egg plus the goose. 80 proof, absolute, mix the crap, I refuse juice. Then sing boost. I got your neck in the noose. Keep my money wrinkled. The rap star twinkle, killer instinct 16 while Nico sell more copies than Kiko. Go like a fetus with no hands and feet to complete us. Then we be turned like Jesus with the whole world need us. It's an appetite for destruction. Slap a murder rap on this production. I touch something, trust nothing. Iron lung, twisted metal. I see you ducking my dark gun. Bussing from every angle. Worldwide total carnage. The sickest flow. That be cold name, Agent Orange. Killing you slow. It's only right you pay homage. To those that's about to blow like that shit up your nose. Silence as a rock when I strike talking. Herbal, screaming on you like a drill sergeant. Herbal, got me where I wanna be right now. Don't know the time, check the hour on your sundown. Watch me shine. Jump off a cheap wine. Each line be on point when I Speak mine on behalf of my crew. Into the room, 36 more deadly chambers. It's the moon of the A whole time of the It's the moon of the A whole time of the It's the moon of the
answers. I think I'm entitled. You want answers. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Can you handle the truth, folks? That's the question I'm going to ask tonight. The show title tonight, welcome back to this uh, second half of the show. The show title tonight is, did black America, I don't believe black America is right. I believe certain agitators in black America, right? Let me tell you something, right? If you're not prepared to fight or go all the way, shut the fuck up. Because as we see, these people that got killed in Buffalo probably had no idea about social justice, don't have no idea. I know that most black people are like, they go there, they, they don't pay attention to what's going on in the social media, the fighting and the back and forth and everything. The white our enemies do. The white racists do. And basically, they're not looking for college genesis to shoot. They're not listening to looking for Malik, Zul, Shabazz, and everybody else. They're not listening to looking for Brother Bomani, Tayamba, and uh, Dumar Johnson. And they're not looking for Dynasty Samir and everything. They're, any black person will do. So when you go out there, and I say this all the time, right? I take responsibility for everything I say and do. But when you go out there and you're running your mouth and you're making threats and everything, somebody is listening to you. And basically, they're not going to come to you, whatever like that. They're going to do what they say. They're going to look at a soft target. And you're putting our people in danger. Now, I'm not saying like this. Now, if you had a position where uh, you're standing your ground and let's say, look, we're minding our business. This is where we're at. Leave us a fuck alone. That's the way we used to be back in the day with the Nation of Islam. You know, Elijah Muhammad was smart. He was like, yo, look. Uh, he never authorized Muslims to get involved in all this protest and social justice that Malcolm wanted to do. He said, you know, stay in your community, build yourself up, bury it and everything, and leave it alone. Malcolm said, oh, we got to be out there with our people and everything. And that's what the problem was. We didn't get anything out of this so-called active. Had we stayed been insular and stayed with our community, we had the Green Book, we had Black, Black America had its own uh, carved out uh, in the years we've been here, we carved out enclaves in this country. We should have built those places up as commercial, financial, cultural centers, right, where everybody can go to. We should have had everything. We should have had our own police, security, opportunities for jobs, everything like that, stuff for the youth and everything, uh, 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 pan hosting pan-African global events and everything. That That could have worked in black America. But no, we listen to H. Frank Brown. I want to be bad. You know? And then when black people do make it out of the hood and do well, you write them off as bougie because you're jealous. So there's always somebody, uh, no matter what you do, right? You got black people who have nice houses and everything, right? They got to go and you see people like, oh, yeah, the bougie nigga. Well, nigga, you live in a nice house. You make a six figure. I ain't bougie, though. Everybody's scared. To, it's like you're scared. You want success. You want money, but you're scared to identify with it. Like you have this unholy uh, attachment to poverty, misery, and 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 fuckery. Just say, yeah, I know people like a family when I they never you talk to them about this black stuff. They're like, uh, now my kids about to graduate from college when we're going to overseas, but we're going on a cruise uh, in a couple of weeks and everything. Like, oh, bros, like they be going on a cruise Saturday, you know, to the Bahamas, you know, and his wife and. His friends, his his, his uh, friend and his wife, they're going. A couple's uh, uh, retreat. They're going to the Bahamas. They're going to have a blast, man. I wish I could go on that trip with them, you know? 
uh, five-star luxury cruise line. You know, so bottom, bottom line is this. People are living their life. They're not thinking about none of this. And this is what I'm talking about. Certain people allowed. I don't think it was black people, right? All we're trying to do is just try to survive. We get outraged and everything like that. We're outraged about stuff. And we want to do stuff like that. We, want, we didn't get the police reform like we were promised. That's what we were promised. Oh, man. Like Joe Biden, man, your problems are solved. We're going to have police report. No, no, that didn't happen. And also, I'm going to say this, right? And I saw a video on TikTok. And this is my suspicion. Police are deliberately letting crime go on like this it is right now. They're not arresting people. They're not doing stuff like that. They're not doing They're deliberately ignoring crime. You break inside Walgreens and everything, police are like, I can't do nothing. In California, uh, to make an arrest, it has to be over $900. So it's not worth the time. In San Francisco, they open their uh, heroin. The police said, we don't even make arrests anymore because, you know, there's it's such a backlog. So parts of this country is really falling apart. It's falling apart because we as black people, decent black people, I'm going to say decent black people, right? We have to have morals and we have to have values. If you don't have morals and values and everything, I can't listen to what you have to say. The first thing I'm going to ask you is, what's your value system? Do you like drugs? Do you like crime and everything like that? No, I don't. Okay, we can talk. And I, well, I'm not no angel or anything like that, but I know the fact that uh, uh, I, got, I can't live in a place where there's chaos. In Norfolk, Virginia, right? Uh, a 20-year-old that was supposed to be celebrating her 21st day is now a funeral set for her birthday. And while they were out there having vigils for her and everything, the central shooting, right? Uh, guess what happens? It was interrupted by gunfire. So they had to have a second vigil because the first vigil for her was interrupted by gunfire. And I see old black people out there. These black people that... Uh, I'm not going to be funny and everything like that. And I don't want to mock my community and everything like that. But the old black people from the Silver Rights era, you know. And they're out there. You, you see these brothers right now. They uh, old black men. They're like, man, I just want to do something for the community. You know. You know those type, right? So let's read this. All right. Let's read this together. Okay. While well, it's loading up. Okay. Community holds second vigil for victim after gunfire erupted ended the first one. After gunfire inter, uh, interrupted the vigil for uh, over the weekend, family and community members came together Wednesday to finish on their terms. And oh man, let's uh, let's look at video. So let's just let it play. I, mean, I can I can probably say it better. I can probably uh, uh, listen the video part say it better than what I can say. It, you know, you know I have to be stumbling over words. I can read good, but sometimes I just Good morning, everyone. A second chance to pay respects to 22-year-old Marvin Milton, gunned down in Norfolk one week ago. He was just the life of the party. He just brightened up the room. He loved the dress. He loved music. He was just... You ever notice that every time somebody gets killed, that's always the same thing. Oh, man, he didn't do nothing. He was the life of the party. Everybody loved him. Oh, somebody didn't like him. Well, let me finish, folks. Uh, excuse me for that. You know, I don't, no disrespect. R.I.P. to Marvin Milton. Everything. I just thought I'd throw that in there. 
Marvelous. His mother, a lifelong Norfolk resident, is holding it together as best she can after losing her baby and then experiencing the horror of gunfire and vigil for him here on Sunday. It's never been this bad and it, it has to stop. Some in the community blame police. It's senseless crimes that keep happening over and over out here and because of the lack of security of the police patrolling these areas around here. Organizers of the vigil invited the police chief and the mayor to attend today. We gather here and I know that hearts are broken right now. Chaplain Ronnie Hall and Captain Renato Aponte represented. We want our citizens to feel safe, especially when they're mourning the loss of someone else. Aponte says the department was not notified of the vigil on Sunday and would have sent extra security. Despite a manpower shortage, he said police are doing all they can to protect people. We're focusing on and uh, putting more manpower in our patrol cars and investigations. If that means shifting some people around from different positions so we can have more officers, more uniformed officers on the street, then that's what we're going to do. New cameras along Granby Street, he said, add a layer of security downtown. But Southside in Berkeley, Letitia Riddick fears the long summer ahead. These kids are not going to be able to go outside if not because... There's no security out here. There's no safety for them. Well, you heard it, folks. You heard it, you know. You heard it. This is going to be a bloody summer. <coughs> coast to coast, nationwide, this is going to be probably the worst summer we've ever seen. I pray for the best, but I'm prepared for the worst. This is going to be a bloody summer. Not one city spare for that. Guns are all over the place and everything. It's not a left-wing, right-wing issue. The right-wing is responsible because they're responsible for less. Now, let me say something, right? Now, I don't want to be a hypocrite. I said this on my brother's show last night, right? I said black people need guns, right? If they, we had guns, we could have took out that shooter in, 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 uh, in Buffalo. But my problem is black people who have guns... The guns always get turned on other black people. So guns are not the, the solution. The more guns we have, the more we kill each other. Guns don't stop people saying. The dumbest thing I've ever heard was, uh, we got to start protecting ourselves. The police say, what the fuck are you going to do joining these black gun clubs against the police? The police guns is backed up by what? The law. And the law will justify the police killing. What is your gun going to do against the state? Nothing. So what happens is people, black people get guns and you want to shoot and everything. And so basically people get guns. But the thing is, like police officers, I believe this, get the guns to, okay, I want to protect and serve. But if I got to pull that gun out, right, it's going to be a 6-5 Negro or whatnot, like Mike, uh, Darren, uh, whatever his name is, and, and, and uh, Ferguson said he lunged at me. Turned Michael Brown, 18-year-old kid, goofy kid, into a monster. He lunged at me and everything. And that's a justification for killing him in his life. Hands up, no truth. So the bottom line is, and the white society says, hey, look, when you got that uniform on, you got a gun and a badge, for the most part, we'll back you up. Only a few incidents where it didn't happen, and that only was George Floyd situation. And I really don't think that cop that that killed George Floyd. I really don't think he's in city jail. Probably wherever he's at when I, it's not in prison. You notice how you haven't heard anything about that? 
where's Darren Shavers uh, uh, at right now? Did anybody know? Nobody knows. Before you know, he could be living in a federal penthouse for the next 10 years. You know he got white people sending him money and support. So when he walks out of jail, he'll probably have like five, six million dollars waiting for him. He's like, okay, I got 10 years and whatnot. I'll probably do a third of that, three and a half years. I'll wait it out and everything. Go, probably change his name, and he's probably going to live a good life. Look at the situation that happened in Minneapolis again. People, black people are just so tired. You know, we get oh, we, we get justice and everything. But look, the whole thing is this. Because of social media, and we see this is happening, playing our head all day and all night and everything. So by, by, bottom line is this. You see this happening every day. Black people are angry. We want reparations. We want revenge. We want all slavery. This is a continuation. basically completely omit all the success black people have in this country, the progress everything goes out the door to settle for America, OS, and white people, all white people are racist and everything systemically racist and everything. That's what you're saying. When you say all white people are inherently racist or America is systemically racist, what you're basically saying, your only solution is to destroy it. So when you put those signals out there and I ask the question, are you really ready for that? Are you if you put that out there as that's your battle cry, that's your line in the sand. America's racist and stuff like that. You gotta understand there's white boys like this there's rednecks in this country. They're racist in this country that are waiting for that. Because they know when it really if it really pops off like that, it's gonna be a slaughter from coast to coast. And we wouldn't have a prayer. Say, so, well, we can organize. How are you gonna organize when well, our community, I just showed you, a more day, you're more safer around the neo-Nazis than you are around your own fucking people. The collar, man. It, it, man, you be saying this stuff, man. You be swearing around my head, man. And I, I don't know. I, I, I can't get what you say. I get what you're saying, man. But it's, big. it's because I'm making your fucking, that thing you got on top of your shoulders called a head. It's, I'm telling you something that's swirling inside your head and making your dumb ass think. You are behind, we are behind enemy lines. You got the state, the government, the National Guard, the FBI, you got the military if necessary and everything against you. And then you are not even organized. We're not even organized uh, like that. We don't have, at least in the black community back in the days, I remember uh, um, there was a movie. Uh, what's that guy? Don Cheeto played the guy. Well, Gfor played the guy. I remember that happened when the black militants wanted to take over uh, D.C. D.C. was well, going to burn after the assassination of Martin Luther King. And this D.J. calmed the city down. You know? What's the, what's, what's, what's the name of the movie? I got I got. I put that out there because when I put stuff out there, I want people to go watch these movies because everything ties it together. Let's see. Don Cheeto. Cheeto. Don Cheeto. That's one of my favorite. I wish I'd see more of him, man, you know? I wish I'd see more of Don Cheeto, man, you know? I mean, I wish it got, you know, yeah, I, I see. Matter of fact, I got to forget. I'm going to make a point. I'm going to watch Hotel Rwanda uh, this weekend, you know? Well, I got a couple of shows I got to do, uh, I'm committed to do Saturday night. But I want to sit there and have some me time for myself. And I'm going to watch that movie, Hotel Rwanda. That was a really good movie, you know? Let's see, what's the name of that movie? It was like, uh, uh, it was with Chino L. Gia 4. 
Should I put his name in? Uh, uh, talk to me. I think he asked the name, but talk to me. It was called Talk to Me, 2007. I thought it came out earlier than that, you know? Talk, talk to me. And let's see. What's, uh, let's see. Let's get it. Uh, outspoken uh, ex-combat Ralph P.B. Green. P.B. Green, that's his name. Don Chill talks his way up to the air at a white-owned radio station in 1960 D.C. Fueled by the new music and social upheaval of times, he uh, courts Cosby while becoming a voice of the black movement. You know, so that was a good movie. It was a true story. You know, and he basically uh, 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 galvanized the city so D.C. didn't burn. You know, and so, and I, like I said, I'm not the one to, like, I, I'm responsible. I'm responsible. I have a platform here, and I got a voice on several platforms and everything. I'm not gonna tell you to go out there and do so. I understand riots and everything happen, and, and violence happens and everything like that. Sometimes you feel frustrated, you want to fight back, but I'm saying, based on the response to this, this situation in Buffalo, and it dawned on me, right? These people don't care. They're not looking for the tough guy. They're not looking for the middle. They're not gonna meet you on the battlefield. They're going to come and kill your women, children, and they're vulnerable. And if the neo-Nazi listen to this one night, if you want this somebody, right, you look for the tough guys, right? You look for that. Let's all have a, a, a fight in the MMA gym. Let's have it out, you know? Let's meet on the battlefield one night. You bring your weapons, we'll bring ours and everything. But that's the way it's done. But doing a cowardly act like that and gunning down, like, it shows you that they don't even respect the fact that we're human, right? They don't even face us like men. If you really believe like that, you say, okay, we're going down to here, right here. We're going to be down here. We dare the new Black Panther Party, whoever else, show up. And then, okay, we'll have it out. But it's always these people, lone, they are lone wolf. They're basically, it's terrorists. It's terrorist attacks. They attack the people who are vulnerable. You notice that he's not going to roll up in uh, uh, O-Block in, in, in Chicago. Why don't you roll up in some of those streets of Philadelphia start popping off. Let's see what the fuck happens. Why don't you go to Norfolk? Come to Norfolk, Virginia with that shit. Will you walk you walk on with AK 47? See what the fuck happens, you know? Because these white people, these white boys don't want to die. So they go to a place, he shoots black people and everything like that. He knows nobody in there is armed. He he did a reconnaissance, he cased the place out. There's nobody there. There was one black guy off duty cop who got a couple shots off, but he had body on. He said, I could wear one person got gunned. I can take him out because I got, I got I got to drop off. This guy was prepared. These young white supremacists are prepared for war. You guys are not prepared for that. You see the NBA that you're watching and everything? That's what you your mind's at. You see the NFL draft? That's what you're talking about. These guys are in the gym. They're studying jujitsu. They're studying all this martial arts and stuff like that. They're basically getting themselves shaped and everything. These people are ready for you. You think uh, you pop it up, black men pop. Black people, black men think yelling and getting loud and boisterous scares you. These people ain't scared of you. They don't give a flying fuck about you. I see it. I can feel it in them. They're ready for you. Now you say the Mexicans, everything like that. They don't give a fuck about the Mexicans. They know ultimately they can mix with the Mexicans. Mexicans' ultimate goal, and we call spicy whites, is to basically one day be white, one day join them. And when it comes down to it, that's what the Mexicans will do. You know, that's what the Asians do. They're not the only people they're scared of is the black people because us is genetic. They're scared of us, 
and it, and the bottom line is, is there's notes going around uh, the number of white people all you white black women out there chasing white guys you are playing a dangerous game this is out there these people don't know white america the way i the the good white people are not gonna do anything because america is very rugged individualistic they're very america is all about rugged individualism i saw my my next one they was born to the clan but hey, hey, him and my son play on the uh, little league uh, team, and uh, they—he uh, seems like an all right guy. So what he says, the N word and everything like that. Yeah, but he's a—he's a nice guy, man. You know, I, I mean, him as him, uh, 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 he has a good job, he has a contract, and everything like that. That's all you have to do to basically get along in America. And the same white guy will see a black man in his neighborhood. Hey, you know, he's a nice black guy. He's minding his business and like that. There's nobody going to go uproot the racist. They're like, same way they accept the you into their community, they accept the race. They're not going to expel the racist, right, just to accommodate you. They're telling you you could be part of that, but so can the, white, the, the guy that called you a nigger, you know, behind your back. He's also welcome to the party. That's the America you wanted. That's what our uh, the the civil rights people fought for. You know, that's what they fought for. They fought so that you sit next to white people and everything like that, and it goes in. And then the hierarchy in the community: Hispanics, light-skinned Hispanics, could pass for white. You know, they're light-skinned. You could you could blend in a little better. You know, you'll get uh, Hispanic kids will get invited to the party before your kid does. You know. Your kid, if your kid, your black kid, if you're light skinned, you know, you'll have a better life. If you're dark skinned or not, you're going to feel some sort of way. That's what you asked for when you basically decided you want to be part of their world. America and white America is this America is a white America. That's what it is. And we're seeing this more and more. It's evident. We're not lying to you, you know. Oh my God. Oh my God. Big 14, I the fuck going on? Hey, hold up, take a moment, count my guap, count my guap. All these rags bumming in, they bumming in, hold up. Count my guap, count my guap. Can I stop coming in, coming in? Put up in the drawers, he dropped it. I put up in the drawers, he dropped it. My diamonds dancing, hot skies, they hold it. My diamonds dancing, hot skies, they hold it. Yeah, hold up. I don't know what planet I'm on. Oh no, I'm like king, little bitch, watch the throne. Feel like bottom on top of your heart. Yeah. Who 
Christian in a minute, but I want to say something. I want to say something, and uh, and say something about our culture. I think it's time for us to really get real, and I really don't think that we get it. Right? We have people celebrating Kevin Samuel's death. We got people out there uh, talking about free young thug. Everywhere, every inch of black America is under assault. I ask this question. Does anybody have the right to speak for us anymore? Does anybody, uh, is anybody fighting for us? Al Sharpton gets up on the radio the uh, thing the other day, right? After this man led me to a, a life of, of political radicalism, right? He's telling us we're not, we need gun control. 
No Reverend Al, we don't need no goddamn gun control. We need, black people need organized communities. We need to freaking patrol our communities. We need guns on our streets. We need to take over the police departments. We need to take over the schools. We need to do all these things that we're going to survive in America. We are behind enemy lines. This is a call to war. And listen, if you don't really get something, if you don't really want to do this, then get the fuck out of the way. The abortion fight is not our fight. We're not. We don't want to abort our babies. We're not. We do not want to kill our babies in the abortion clinic. The LGBTQ right. A man check, uh, 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 castrating his son and putting his, uh, taking his son's penis off is not our goddamn priority. Do you understand what I'm talking about? We're living in a total freaking chaos. This is the end days of time. These are the last days. And we're going to fight this war when that, because one day we got to learn who we are and get back to who we are. We went through this odyssey over the last 65 years of integrating into America, and we've lost our goddamn minds. So I'm telling you, and this has been the college genesis. I'm going to basically bring my brother Chris in right here. That was just a little rant for me. I hope you liked it. Let me see if I can get my brother Chris on the line. See if I can get my brother, brother Chris. Where you at, Chris? 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 Since we were like in what was sixth grade, yeah, we learned we were friends since guy. He was in the fifth grade, I was in the sixth grade. That's how we met, and we met because our mothers were friends. His mother and my mother worked in the same office, Blue Cross Blue Shield. She was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna never forget Chris." Right? He came over the house, and I said, "Him and his brother Peter and Alfonso." Alfonso was a baby. Anyway, he came over the house one night. And I was like, yeah, yo, y'all, y'all same age. Chris is like, man, you looking like, yo, who's this nigga, man? All right, nah, man, I'm good. Chris is like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm good, wherever, like that. And then the summer cat, we met again, right? And uh, we were just talking about uh, couple movies, right? And, man, we just hit it the fuck off, man. You know, we just hit it off, man. i never forget. It was like me, Chris, Puerto Rican, Ruben, right? Ruben was a dark Puerto Rican, right? And Chris, it was like a Puerto Rican's damn self, you know? He's half Puerto Rican. Chris is half Puerto Rican. And, you know, my boy Matt Chevelli, white boy. And we was like a crew with my brothers one night. You know, we were just, oh, man, we were just fucking uh, old mates, you know, all all of us, like uh, 12, 13 years old one night. We were just kids one night, just having a summer, a summer camp. We just had a friggin' blast, man, you know. Uh, grew up together, got in hip-hop together, chased girls together, and stuff like that, man. It was just a beautiful life, man. Beautiful freaking life, man. I would not change 
my childhood for anything. But that's what we have right now, man. I, I look at people now, man, people dying of every night. Death has become normal and stuff. Talk about uh, the Young Thug situation. Now, Young Thug, they said that Young Thug, they tacked him, they linked him to 50 murders. 50 murders and shootings, right? That means they were tracking him for a long time. And somebody said, well, they could have stopped him. They're not going to stop. They're going to make sure when they do an organization, a RICO trial, whatnot, they, they will study you for decades. They gather information and stuff like that. So when they spring it on you, they got a case against you. He's looking at the rest of his life in jail at the best. But let me tell you something, folks. You know, when if they slap drugs into it, the drug, if they link up to drug trafficking and everything, and there's murders involved, right? And he's a Rico. Do you understand what that means? Do you understand what that means? Do you know what I'm about to say? That means he's eligible for the death penalty. And the feds, right, when anytime they get those situations, right, and they, I don't think uh, 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 they took this time unless they were going to put the death penalty on the table because they could have ended this years ago. But if they linked him to uh, drugs, right, that he's part of a drug thing and linked to any shootings and killings, they said shootings, they didn't say killings. They said, well, let me put the article. I mean, he said murder. Uh, maybe I'm right or wrong. I'm, I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. But let me, uh, 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 I'll look at this thing where Niagara Falls, New York, right? Someone put on a, a, a fence, kill all niggers, you know? Uh, somehow, I used to be, I was told that somehow the kids, the, the children are the future. Listen, well, let them lead the way. And then you saw this young little white boy, 12-year-old white boy, uh, with a whip beating on the black family's house. So don't tell me about the children of the future and the next generation. Next generation is going to be fucking just as racist as their fucking ancestors. Don't give me that crap about the children of the future anymore. I don't want to hear that fucking shit anymore. Don't want to hear it. All right, uh, so let's see. Let me look at this. Let me look at this. Let's look at the... I'm going to look for this article about Young Thug. I gotta keep talking. It's always good in radio when you're talking while you're listening. Little Meach reportedly uh, arrested uh, on fraud and grand theft charges, basically 60 years. Wow, man. Nigga, nigga, please. Evidently, the rappers, they don't need you anymore. Now it's time to clean this shit up, man. They created up chaos last year, the year before last with the uh, Black Lives Matter and everything. Let you go crazy and everything. Now they're like, hey, Ah, we don't need y'all niggas no more, but just, uh, 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 uh just don't, uh, just now y'all gotta go away. Okay, let's see. Let me look for this. Okay. It says, okay, let me read the article. Young Thug and YSL triggered over 50 murders, 50 murders. Instances of gun violence. I was given the benefit of the doubt that 50 shootings. It said 50 murders and instances of gun violence among various gangs, Fulton County District Attorney says. Now that's a Fulton County, that's a state charge. Why the feds? The feds are, uh, uh, okay, Rico. Rico is a federal statute. 
So in other words, basically, after they make the case in the state court, the Fed's going to take over. So <coughs> the Fed, see, the Fed, if the state takes it over, right, it'll probably end with life imprisonment and stuff like that, you know? Uh, okay, let me just read the article. Let me just read the article. Young Thug and his YASL associates are responsible for 50 murders and incidents of gun violence, according to Fulton uh, County District Attorney. Last Friday, Fulton County District Attorney Fanny spoke with local Atlanta news station about the Office of SA's alleged violation of RICO laws by Young Thug, Gunner, and 26 other YSL affiliates. These indictment uh, uh, reportedly include the uh, allegations of three murders and dozens of more violent crimes. One murder, murder victim has been identified as Donovan Thomas. The thug is accused of renting a night 2019 and fitting hers that was used in Thomas's murder. The Thomas murder is extremely significant and it occurred back in 2015. And what myself and law enforcement member can tell you as a result of that uh, back and forth gun violence and murder that occurred occurred have been excess of 50 since uh, 2015 triggered by that back and forth between YSL and other gangs young thug is, is not accused of pulling the trigger in any of the murders the rapper's lawyer is pushing back and claiming all claims in his clients Mr. Williams has committed no violence of law whatsoever so you don't stand something right we'll fight this case ethically legally and zealously okay uh you didn't pull the trigger right but on your rap records right you incriminate yourself. You brag about it, you know? As previous reported, Young Thug, Gunner, and 26 other affiliates were indicted on, on Rico's charges with a 56-page indictment accusing the record label being a violent street gang confronted co-founded by Thugger and, uh, in 2012. Uh, allegations on the indictment include charges of conspiracy violation, uh, racketeering influence, and corruption organization. Uh, murder, armed robbery, participated in criminal street gang activity. Young Thug was arrested on May 9th following a raid at Buck Buckhead Home Home in uh, Atlanta. Uh, Gunner turned himself in the following day as a result of the raid of Thugger's, Thugger's home. He was charged with several additional felonies, and uh, including marijuana with intent to distribute, YGCSA possession is scheduled for five control substance intent to distribute possession of firearm during the commission of felony possession of sort of soccer sort of rifle machine guns weapons silencers and separate charges are lawful uh, uh, for person employed with associated criminal activity both are the currently be denied bail despite young concerns and Marisha was saying that the rights to be violated by jail boo hoo your rights to be violated by jail Young thugs will be somebody's bitch, you know? On November 3rd, 2015, police raided Lil Wayne's Miami Beach Mansion on Levy Warrant, which you seized property due to unpaid debts and retaliation to a judge ruling that the rapper had ordered to pay $2 million to, uh, to, uh, to Jet Leasing Company's signature group in a civil suit. Lil Wayne, who shot, who was not at home during the time, raid would comment the rate via Twitter it's like two days to everything myself but I guess thank you know, whatever some sometimes they get stuff Barbara come on okay 
cave about Bobby Shimurda. He's been awful quiet, you know. Okay. Okay. Bobby Shimurda, one of the famous raids occurred in Brooklyn, happened in 2015-14, when the Brooklyn rapper Bobby Shimurda, members of the YG9 crew were arrested uh, during a raid at the Quad Studios of Manhattan. New York was a, of a lengthy investigation of Brooklyn Bridge Crew. The raid came at the height of Barbara Schroeder's popularity, uncovered 20 guns of crack cocaine, and 